The first step in getting closer to God is to realize that you need to or that you want to. And the second step in getting closer to God is to realize that it's possible. I want to encourage you to check out my book, Getting Closer to God, Anthologies from the Forefront Trilogy, Book 2. I think this will really be helpful to you in your pursuit of the Lord and help you understand what I learned over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthologies from the Forefront, Book 2, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. Take your leadership to the next level. It's time for the Foundational Missions Leadership Moment with Scott McClelland of FX Missions. Hey guys, thanks for joining the FX Missions Leadership Moment. This that follows is a two-part series with Elizabeth Braswell, a good friend and quite a think tank on her own when it comes to the subject of leadership. Do check this out. Again, this is a two-part series. If you happen to be joining during the second part, you'll want to go back and grab that first part. Thanks again for joining and being a part of the FX Missions Leadership Moment. Scott McClelland here for your FX Missions Leadership Moment. Thanks for joining us. Happy to be together today with Elizabeth Braswell, who recently joined us on a forefront recording as well that's coming up. You'll This one plays before the other one, so we're happy to kind of pre-sell her more complete podcast on From the Forefront here on Leadership Moment. Good morning and welcome. Thank you. Wow, two podcasts <laughs> with you. I'm so... <laughs> I feel yeah. so special. And that's because you are. Oh, thank you, my friend. <laughs> well. Wow. We've, we've known each other a day or two, uh, and I really appreciate you taking some time out here to sit in with us. Uh, you, let me just say a few things that are observable from my perspective about Elizabeth Braswell. You're quite a lady and quite a leader in your own right. You know, I, I observe that the Lord is doing something in you when it comes to leadership, especially it seems like with other women, of course, anybody who's smart and paying attention is is trying to listen to what you're saying. I really believe the Lord's raising you up to be a voice and to an increasing number of people. And mm -hmm. so we want to get behind the curtain here a little bit and find out what's going on on the inside of your mind. Hmm. It's a busy place. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny, but true. Oh, goodness. Okay. It's, well. a, it's a busy place. I was, uh, that was funny. I enjoyed that. Uh-huh. I thought you would. Let's talk a little bit about yourself. Now, we talked a little more in detail about who you are on the From the Forefront edition, and folks can get that. Just tell us a little bit about you, your family, where you're from, and uh, just a quick rundown there. Oh, gosh. Quick rundown is I'm married to an amazing man, Keith Braswell, that you know and Amen. know, know and love. That. He is incredible. We have Absolutely. a 19-year-old daughter, Catherine. She'll be 20 in January, which is amazing. I think you must have met her when she was about eight years old. <laughs> um, your yeah. lovely wife was her school teacher, by the way. We remember mm. those days. Mm. And we right now live in a very small little place in the world called Moravian Falls, North Carolina. It's 
we're tucked up in a little hamlet up on the Brushy Mountains, which are in the foothills before the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. And, you know, it's been quite a journey getting here. We've really been on a pretty dramatic 10-year journey of just really following the Lord. Mm. And that's what's kind of landed us here. So, you know, that's that's kind of that background. And then by trade, both of us have been entrepreneurs our entire adult life. You know, we've kind of been on that entrepreneurial journey as well. Yeah, which makes for an in- interesting mix. Oh, yeah. You guys are are unique, you and Keith. And by the way, I love Keith. And I would love to see that guy and you, for that matter. I'd love to see you guys. But you're an interesting mix of two entrepreneurial people mm-hmm. in marriage and, and not necessarily doing the same thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. you find a single entrepreneur, you know, somebody who's more entrepreneurial than you find someone who is more entrepreneurial and then the the marriage partner comes along and is entrepreneurial because of that. But you guys have mm. your own expressions of entrepreneurialism. Really, <laughs> and that really is, yeah. I'm going to say that's, that's a highly unique, really cool, but not too common. And I imagine it comes with its own uh, nuances. Yes. You know, I'm laughing <laughs> when you say that because we were engaged to be married. We got married in December um, of 1997 after, let's see, July, August, September, October, we literally had not even been dating for five months, right? When we got married. So mm-hmm. it was a crazy quick thing. And in November of 1997, one month prior to getting married, Keith relaunched his own, another business and I launched my own business. So we always look at that time <laughs> of going, what were we thinking? We both launched a business and we were getting married and you're right. We're so we're so different, and we, you know, mm-hmm. it's I'm more, and I'm like, okay, well, let's let's see who's had more lasting uh, fruit with this. It's probably Keith, but I, I'm more like the big picture visionary, you know, casting mm-hmm. vision, super excited, passion driven, and Keith has been, you know, he's the guy that he's super consistent you know his his entrepreneurial mm-hmm. journey has always been in some level of construction he builds mm-hmm. a solid stable very very faithful with the do the do day in and day out where i can get really bored with that because i'm a starter i'm a i'm a builder <laughs> you know and so it's yeah. been really interesting to try to see the differences in the two of us with that and i think you know we've had our ups and downs with it but it's also we we both gleaned from from the different expressions of each other too. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys are you're kind of the power couple example that a lot of folks I think aspire to. And you know, it looks good on you guys for one, but it also looks good in the imagination. The working out of that stuff can be a little more complicated. So I oh, totally yeah. appreciate what you guys have uh have done who you are, I think is speaks volumes. There's a lot of, mm. lot of content in who you are. Appreciate you guys. Mm. And uh, it's been Thank good you. to be your friend. So let's uh, flip back the lid here a little bit since we're talking concepts. Okay. <laughs> it's not that common to find a lady who's concept oriented. I'm just going to say that. Huh? Seriously. Well, tell me what you mean by that. Give me a little more. Well, you said you're big picture. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about 
you're, you're visionary. You're thinking about the next horizon mm-hmm. after the one you've already thought about. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, yep. you're that's that's unusual in my experience. Interesting. Maybe it's just my exposure, but that's cool. I think in a lot of ways, that's we share that. That's something we we uh, have mm-hmm. in common. So speaking of concepts, concept orientation, I'm interested in knowing your what is your concept of leadership. What does leadership mean to you? Mm, that's so good. Well, let me, I want to say one thing first is, mm-hmm. and don't let me forget that question, but when you're saying, you know, it's unusual in your experience to meet meet people or women that think like I do, it's making me think that for almost all of us, when you're operating in kind of the thing that the way God's made you in that natural bent, it seems like it would, it, like to me, like Keith will sometimes say to me, you don't get it that the way you think and the way that you behave is not usual, that it's unusual. But when we're operating in mm. it, I think we think it's just common because it's so common to us. Does that make sense? So to, when I hear yeah, people absolutely. say that, I'm like, really? That's that's kind of, I don't know. I would think, of, I would think a ton of people think like this. So it's just always mm-hmm. interesting to me to see that. What is my concept of leadership? I think it's changed so much through the years. You know, I'm almost with the with the connotation or the way a lot of people view leadership. You know that there, there's a turnoff for me for that right. these days because I just see it so differently. People will view leadership as the one that's in the front. And I have just, to me, I see it as the one who's in the back. A leader to me and leadership, if you're around people and you're a true leader, all the people that you touch and have any influence in their lives, they should begin to look more and more like the truth of who they are, not begin to start looking like, sounding like you and following only in your footsteps. So, you know, real true leadership to me is, I mean, it can be kind of a lonely place like that because you're really, your call is really to not get people to follow you, but to get people to begin to build their own path and to step into the fullness mm-hmm. of who they are. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. The way yeah. I see it. That, that That's cool. I, 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 uh, I think that's there's some overlap there in some things I've noticed. And I think, you know, in a lot of ways, the Lord is working on each one of us and, and he he is making us into his disciple. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of inputs that he uses. He's got a lot of people and relationships that he uses. Mm-hmm. And hopefully a, a respectable percentage of that is directly our relationship with him. Yeah, obviously. There are a lot of inputs, as I'm saying, but one of the pitfalls that you're kind of uncovering there when it comes to leadership is people tend to try to make others in their image. Mm -hmm. That is a serious pitfall of leadership and is sadly, it's a well-marked, it's well-marked pitfall that, you know, I think it has to do with when we stop growing as a leader Mm -hmm. ourselves when we don't have a concept that doesn't put us at the center, when we are at the center of everything we think about leadership, then we're going to not be able to do anything but try to create other people in our image. Mm-hmm. And, you know, until we get past that and the discomfort of growing past that self-centric leadership style, we're not going to be able to That's help right. people become who they're becoming, not just 
what we think about ourselves or what we think would be best. That's right. You know, I think a lot of people view leadership. When you were talking, I had that image of like, you know, I used to laugh. Before you go to the gym, you want to get in good shape, right? Or before you have the maid over to clean your house, you want to clean it and make sure it looks good. So like that weird (laughs) backwards concept of like, and I think a lot of people have that concept of leadership. Like I'm going to get it all together to be a great leader and then follow me, right? But it's not that. To me, it's like, and I'm just, I think you know this about me and just from being friends and watching and all those types of things is I'm extremely vulnerable and share my ups, downs, weaknesses, all the things because it really, a good leader for those of us that are believers are really great first first followers of, of the only one that's worthy to be followed. And so it's kind of Amen. like, follow me as I'm following him. I'm, I'm on a journey learning, relearning things that I thought I knew even about leadership because they sounded good right. and they were taught and there's books written about them and there's all these concepts about leadership that the world will teach you or that somehow people mm. believe and they think that that's the way they're supposed to operate as a leader, appear as a leader, all these things that are just false. So to me, true leadership is I don't have it all figured out. I am humbly learning and I want to have conversations with you around it and build with whatever you're building. And that that creates a place, at least this is what I've, I have found over the last number of years, Scott, when I walk in that kind of vulnerability to not act like I'm the one that has it all together and let's all walk and learn. When I open up that kind of vulnerability as a quote unquote leader, what it does is it invites people to come to the table as they are. And so it begins mm. to make other people be, be vulnerable and to bring out and have discussions around things they need to have discussions around and then conversation can happen and then true transformation because transformation Mm. is never going to happen from you or I claiming to be a leader and speaking and just teaching theoretical leadership concepts. That is never going to be, that's not true leadership and it doesn't create change in people's lives. This leadership moment was produced in partnership with Engaging Missions. Have your leadership question answered by contacting Scott at scott at fxmissions.com. Visit FX Missions to learn more about how you can grow your leadership and engage in missions. Visit engagingmissions.com for encouragement, insight, and resources from missionaries, ministry leaders, and church planters.